successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I am your host Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980 AM. If you're listening on the radio in Kansas City or via podcast or at our website, grillnationshow.com. Hope you're having a great day and uh, your holidays are off to a good start. This is one of my favorite shows we do each and every year. It gets me excited about all the things that have been accomplished in our region and also uh, exciting to look forward to what's next. And I'm, I'm very thankful to... Uh, I have a great partner and supporter of the show, the Kansas City Area Development Council, KCADC. They join me quarterly on the show and uh, very excited to have on today's show, uh, Tim Cowden, who's the president and CEO at KCADC, Dave Hall, who's an executive vice chairman at Hallmark. He's also the KCADC senior co-chair, and we'll learn more about that here in a little bit. And Jill McCarthy, senior executive of corporate attraction at KCADC. The website for KCADC is thinkkc.com. Also, their new uh, brand that they put out earlier, uh, I think at the end of last year, is kc.org. Great website. I, I urge you to check it out. But we have all kinds of things to talk about today. So I want to welcome to the show Dave, Tim, and Jill. Tim, I'm going to have you introduce uh, everyone uh, further on and uh, kind of set the table for the show and uh, what we're going to talk about today. Well, uh, Jason, thank you. We really do appreciate the partnership we have with you. This is terrific for our team to be able to get on with you every quarter and talk about the great things that are happening across the Kansas City region. And I am uh, truly blessed. This is a time of the year to count our blessings, right? But I'm truly blessed to work with some tremendous people at KCADC. And uh, first off, I want to start with you've uh, introduced Dave Hall. Dave is our senior co-chair. And um, I cannot think of a better leader to have at our side in 2020 than Dave Hall. He has just been terrific for me and for our team. And I know he's really excited to talk about our accomplishments in 2020. Then Jill McCarthy, Jill and I go back a long ways, almost uh, 23 years we worked together at KCADC. She is a rock, she is terrific. And she has done a uh, wonderful job this year shepherding our team and. Uh, our organization in the region, quite frankly, in, into a lot of corporate attraction success. And then um, she won't be talking a lot today, but Jennifer Lyon is our VP of Investor Engagement. She's here with us and she does a fantastic job of working with all of our investors across Kansas City and the region. And it's great to have her on board today, too. So, Jason, before we get started, though, what happened with Mizzou this week? Come on. <laughs> They won a big basketball game, I saw, Tim. They did. They did. <laughs> they got bragging rights. That's good. Yes, they do. Hey, Tim, can you uh, can you give us a flyover again of what KCADC does in the region before we get to uh, Dave and his role with you and on the board? Sure, Jason. Um, in short, K 
KCADC is the sales, marketing, and branding arm for the Kansas City region. So when you think about Kansas City and the region, we're talking about 18 counties in both Kansas and Missouri. So we go out every day and we market, brand, and sell that region against a lot of other great regions across the country, in some cases around the world. We compete with them. So we're the, the sales team for the Kansas City region, big Kansas City. That's great. Hey, Dave, I want to bring you on here. One, because I've never actually had you on the show, so it's great to have you on. Um, tell us about kind of what you do as senior co-chair of KCADC uh, and your role with the organization. Sure. Well, Jason, thank you. It's great to be on the show and great to have a chance to talk about the, the great work of KCADC and the work they're doing to help uh, people understand what a terrific region we live in. As senior co-chair, I'm really responsible for running the, the executive committee of the organization. And, and in doing so, it, it allows me to have pretty uh, frequent contact with Tim and with the team and a chance to really see how they do their work and how they go about marketing and selling our region to others. And it's been a, it's been a great pleasure to have that role. I've been on the executive committee for about six years and have rotated up to this role as senior co-chair just in the past year. You recently, I saw, I saw all of you actually on the uh, annual luncheon that you all put on, um, which was very cool. If somebody would like to talk about that, because you did it all virtually, and I think it was open to the public this year. Uh, I'm assuming I, it's somewhere online uh, at some level, or if not, we can get it. But uh, I thought that was really cool. I, I, I just, before we get into kind of all the things that happened, the scorecard, the look and review, what's next, talk to me about that, because I know that was a big undertaking to do that virtually. Sure, I, I can uh, start on that, and I might ask Dave to get his uh, context on it, too. Our team had to reimagine our annual meeting. So I know, Jason, you've attended our annual meeting several times over the years. It's always one of the best events of the year. I, I always leave there. I feel like I've learned something. I usually hear from a, a, a very well-known person that you have from across the nation, and you kind of leave with a, with a, a passion for Kansas City that you know, that you, you definitely need to market this place. And, and it just, it, it, re, it revives you, it gives you energy. And I, I think I think you accomplished that this year, even though it was virtual. Well, well, thank you. You know, typically we, we have 1,800 people in the Grand Ballroom downtown Kansas City, Missouri. So this year, obviously that wasn't going to happen. So our team reimagined the entire event. So in essence, we put together an hour, we called it almost like a, a morning show, a television program. We had Sean Edwards from Fox 4, and he's terrific. He was our, our MC because we needed somebody like you and Sean. That he has, has a lot of good energy. A lot of good energy, somebody who does the TV thing every, every day. So we wanted, um, everybody's you know, been doing Zoom calls all year, and we just uh, wanted to do something different and honor the success we've had this year. And across the region, we've had a tremendous amount of success, which is maybe surprising to some. We'll talk about that later on. We brought together uh, a group of people and we tried to convey the energy that you talked about that, you, that people receive when they come to our annual meeting in person. We wanted to try to replicate that the best way we could in a digital format. And I think we pulled it off. Dave, what, was your, what were your comments or thoughts about that? Yeah, Tim and Jason, I would just echo that. I think the annual meeting has always been such an important part of our year. It's a real chance to get out and really talk about the things that are going on in the region um, and, to, and, to, and to generate some excitement around. And of course, it couldn't happen this year in the way that we are used to. And it's been such a, as you mentioned, Jason, such a terrific event over time. And I think the team just did a fabulous job of being very creative, very innovative, and bringing that same kind of energy to a virtual format. 
And I think they just did a, a great job. And in fact, one of the one of the great things was the reach actually extended beyond what has always been about 1,800 people in a ballroom of local folks here in Kansas City, the one that really went out nationally. And I think it was just a tremendous job. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll, uh, we'll definitely promote that here on the show and on social if you if you didn't get to watch it. We have about 50 seconds left. Just real briefly, before we get into kind of the meat and potatoes of the show, I want to ask each of you for one word potentially, or any of you that would describe KCADC and the team. Uh, one word that comes to mind, uh, Tim, why don't we just, why don't we just direct that to you with 30 seconds left in the second? Sure. I, I, there's a lot of great words to describe our team, but I would, uh, I'd say professional. Every time I'm out and about in the community across the country, even uh, we have a team of pros and I'm so proud to work with them and uh, they're pros. They're, they're really professional. We'll talk to some of those pros, including Jill, who I haven't uh, haven't got to speak to yet. But Jill, you're going to be talking a lot on the show. You're listening to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and walks like rain. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I am Jason Grill, your host. You connect with me on social media. Just search for my name or on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show. Very thankful to uh, have on the show today three really great folks from uh, KCADC and uh, uh, from Hallmark. Uh, Dave Hall is the executive vice chairman at Hallmark, but he's also the KCADC senior co-chair. Tim Cowden, the president and CEO of KCADC and Jill McCarthy, Senior Executive of Corporate Attraction at KCADC. Welcome back. Their, uh, their website is thinkkc.com, all over social media as well. We'll get into that here later in the show. But I want to kind of, now that we've set the table, really kind of talk about the year in review. It's always kind of interesting. I can't believe this year is almost over, but it's interesting to, to kind of go through the scorecard and, and, and look at what 2020 looked like for KCADC in a pretty unique year with a lot of challenges. I'm going to direct that to you, Tim, as we get started on that, uh, that question. Sure, Jason. Um, 2020 has been, as everyone knows, such an interesting year. Uh, but surprisingly, it's been a great year in, uh, from a corporate attraction standpoint for the Kansas City region. And there have been a lot of big wins that uh, we've been able to post up on the, on the board this year. And Jill and her team, and I say the team, describing the team, defining the team, is really all of our community partners across the Kansas City region. All the communities, state partners, utilities, and the private sector, they've really come together. I think it shows the real strategic thought behind the creation of KCADC some 45 years ago to be ready for opportunities in times like this, because we didn't have to try to recreate something. We just kept going. And uh, I think the, uh, the proof is right there. And I'm excited about what uh, the organization did, how our team performed. And Dave, I know, can hit you on some of the highlights. And then Jill will get into some of the, the detail about uh, what we were able to uh, bring to the Kansas City this, this year. Dave? Dave, we'll start with you. Yeah, sure. Um, I think Tim's exactly right. This has been a challenging year to say the least. And I think for all organizations and KCADC is no exception there. 
when you're when you're used to marketing and selling this region in a way that involves hopping on a plane pretty frequently, that that all changed. And so I think Jill and the team just did a terrific job of, of staying innovative and creative and getting people to really understand what we have to offer here. And I think the results are terrific. About 3,700 new jobs were brought into our region, about a, equating into about $150 million in payroll and about a billion dollars in capital investments into the region. So I think together with those great tech community partners that Tim mentioned, I think it really has been an outstanding year of keeping the foot on the great gas and really making sure that we had a, a project pipeline that was robust and that we really help people understand what this region has to offer. Jill, why don't you pick it up from there? That was a great uh, intro by Dave on some of the numbers that, I mean, that there's a lot of work that goes into that. Uh, how did you attract these projects or keep these projects in such a challenging year and gain commitments from these companies uh, to either locate here or to continue, if you're already on the pathway of them locating, to, uh, to finalize the deal in the year of COVID? Sure. And Jason, thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. And following up on what Dave had to say, essentially, you know, we started zero every year. Um, we close out the year at the end of December and we come right back to zero. And I think we felt like we had a lot of things in the pipeline and um, the year was really chugging along well in 2020 early on. And then when COVID hit, everybody took a pause and all of our projects took a pause as well for a moment. And we really dug in deep on the relationships that we've built. And I would say that's with national site location consultants. It's within industry portals. You think about um, Chris and Ellie and what they do with Smartport and leading on transportation related projects. So anything really in that manufacturing sphere where product comes in, product goes out, something gets made in between. And then you look at the you know, the really the big impact animal health has had on this region as well. And Kim and Emily and um, our animal health team. And when you look at animal health, the Kansas City area actually has an impact on the global economy. About 56% of the global animal health network is has a presence in the Kansas City region. And so that's a real strength for us as well. You know, we're also, I think we, we lend very well toward the benefit of diversity of industry. So um, while we do have strongholds in animal health and in industrial veins, we're also a leader when it comes to engineering, uh, when it comes to cybersecurity, when it comes to telecommunications, when it comes to federal space, and especially when it comes to security space, so cybersecurity in the federal government and really mission critical work at the federal level. But but again, to, to get off of zero and get things going, we dug in and we built off of those relationships. And we call them the dynamic duo when it comes to Chris and Ellie. Uh, most of our projects in 2020 have focused on food and beverage manufacturing, on e-commerce, on PPE manufacturing. So you think about what's happened in your own household. Where are you buying your goods? What's coming to your door? How many devices do you have on at home? And it really, it, it's about product. It's about moving product. It's about development of it. Certainly food and beverage is key uh, along with that telecommunications and the fiber network and that infrastructure. That's great. And I, I, I'd love to talk about some of those big wins that you mentioned. If, if, uh, potentially any of the businesses or names of the companies or uh, 
you know, looking at those types of things, what were some of the, the big wins that we can look back on from 2020 that have come to the Kansas City region or that we expanded in the Kansas City region? Tim, you want me to start? I'd say a couple that come to mind uh, right off of the top would be Chewy, uh, 800,000 square feet. It's an e-commerce center. Uh, I get a lot of emails from Chewy, Jill. I have a dog, so. Me too. Uh, I have two. I, I love and, my, my parents. Uh, when I go visit my parents, they always seem to have a Chewy coupon that I can use uh, for my next yeah, uh, dog purchase. Excellent. <laughs> Put it to good use. You yeah. know, the great thing about having Chewy in our market is that it arrives immediately. Um, you order one day and it's practically here the next. Another one would be Dots Pretzels. So back into that food and beverage, you know, they're a great snack manufacturer if you hadn't had them. Um, I, I've had those too. And uh, they now see me at the grocery store, just standing there, those big boxes or big packages about every time I go. And I, they're so, they're so addictive and they're so good. I, I try to get maybe one bag every other time. But I probably should be buying more now that they're a Kansas City-based company, I guess you would say, from a manufacturing standpoint. <laughs> yeah. standpoint. And I'm a huge fan of the original, but I know a lot of members of our team are talking about some of the things they're doing at this new facility is creating new flavors. And so... Um, Oh, Keep wow. trying, my guess. I, I can't get past the original. Like you said, they're very addicting. They're very good. Um, yes. I think very another good. big one would be Urban Outfitters, um, 880,000 square feet of e-commerce space. And the cool thing about two Urban Outfitters, you know, they're that multinational lifestyle retailer and they have many, many portals within their own company. So you, you think about Urban Outfitters, but it's also anthropology. It's Free people. It's terrain. If you haven't used that before, it's great, great websites within the broader parent company too. Those are a few. What am I missing, Tim? No, I, I think you, you hit them. I mean, um, you know, food and beverage, e-commerce, manufacturing, uh, PPE, I mean, core things uh, that all of us utilize, Jason, every day now in our life. And you think back in January, all of us, you know, we're thinking about the, the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl win in, in February. And I hear this all the time. That's like about 10 years ago, right? That 2020 has just gone on and on. But uh, I'm so proud of our team and, you know, with Jill and, and everyone, because when, when COVID hit in, in March, not only did we reimagine our annual meeting later on, we reimagined everything about what we do how we connect with our clients, how are we going to keep these clients moving forward? And she, she uh, keyed on relationships. Relationships are absolutely critical to what we do. I think it's, it's cliche, certainly, but cliches are rooted in truth. And our relationships are paramount to our success and to the region's success. So we were able to dig deep and keep uh, things moving. A lot of work done behind the scenes on behalf of a lot of people to see that uh, these were able to, to move through Urban Outfitters, for example, and they'd been evaluating Kansas City for some time. And we were concerned, hey, are they going to move forward? And through, uh, you know, Chris's leadership on that project and then a lot of people across the region, again, being able to do some quite creative things to keep their interest and keep the project moving forward. So 2020 will, uh, when we look back on it, uh, in five, 10 years, not only will it be, a, you know, a crazy year in a lot of ways, but we'll look back at KCDC and go, you know, that was a great year from a corporate attraction standpoint. We have a minute left in this segment. What is, uh, what is one thing that you, that you were surprised by or learned this year that you think you're going to be able to take 
into 2021, maybe because of the pandemic, that will help you and your future efforts uh, to recruit and to maintain and grow Kansas City? Joe, you want to take that one? Sure. I, I would say we can do almost anything virtually. Um, you know, we've long been big travelers, so we've been out of market. We, we really fill our pipeline from out of market companies. So we've always known how to work on the road, but who's done it, you know, 24 seven from home. And yet we've been able to fill the pipeline and keep it, keep it at a robust level virtually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that evolves when, uh, when traveling really picks up again versus kind of whether you do all your meetings re remote or whatnot, I'm anxious to see kind of how that all plays out and what society, how it adjusts, or if it goes back to the, the old ways of doing things or if it really kind of becomes more innovative. After the break, we're going to be back with this great guest uh, and great show and group of folks from KCADC. We're going to talk about some of the other highlights from 2020 and also talk a little more in depth about kind of how success kind of happened this year and kind of really nail down the key uh, verticals and key strategic areas that you all focus on in KCADC. Thanks for joining us today on the Grill Nation show. We'll be right back after the break. It ain't no joke. I like to buy the world a token. Teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. And teach the world to sing. Desperate for changing. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again today on the radio on 980 AM or via podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher or at our website, grillnationshow.com, where you can find our, all of our shows, podcasts, information, and our great uh, partners, one of which is Kansas City Area Development Council. They are at thinkkc.org, excuse me, thinkkc.com. kc.org is your consumer-facing brand, which is an awesome website that, that gets me fired up every time I see it. Uh, we're joined again today by Tim Cowden, who's the president and CEO at KCADC. Dave Hall, who's the executive vice chairman at Hallmark and the KCADC senior co-chair. And Jill McCarthy, who is the senior executive of corporate attraction at KCADC. We are talking kind of about looking back at 2020 and what we've learned, but there are some other highlights that were mentioned in 2020 at, at different board meetings, Dave and, and Tim, and uh, one of which was KCADC's recognition as the number one best-in-class regional economic development corporation in the country. Tell me about that. That is a, that's a pretty big honor, right? Yeah, I, I'll jump in on that one, Tim. I, like, I'll, I'll brag about you guys. I think that's tremendous. I really do. It, uh, I think Jill and Tim did a great job in the last segment, Jason, of discussing the, the what got accomplished during the course of 2020. But, um, but in large part, that's because of the how and the how this organization approaches their work. And you're right, Development Counselors International does a survey every couple of years of site consultants and corporate executives. And for the third survey in a row, uh, this group uh, came out on top as the top group in the nation. I just think it's a tremendous attribute to the uh, thoughtfulness, creativity, professionalism, the word that Tim used earlier, that this group approaches their work and how it's recognized by others in the field. A, a tremendous recognition. That is an open-ended survey, correct? Yeah. Tim right. isn't lobbying for that award. That just happens. That's just, a, that's, just a, <laughs> that's like when the, all the all the NFL or MLB players vote for their, their top team. They, 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 they know what's going on and they pick the best. So that's huge. That's right. That's right. Tremendous recognition. Really was. Yeah. You know, this is the first year that we've been number one solely. So um, the last uh, three-year period, we uh, we tied with Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, 
has a great program. They are just terrific. Uh, but and then you hear my, my my clock going off in the background right now. My apologies. That but sounds like that one's been around for a while, Tim. It has. It uh, my my <laughs> my grandfather's clock. It's a grandfather oh. clock that belonged to my grandfather. But uh, no, we uh, we tied with Columbus. So this was the first time that we've been sole winners. So that's that's pretty cool. Additionally, KCADC was a finalist for the for a Global Marketing Award by City Nation Place. Your Casey Hartland campaign, which was launched uh, late last year, but really kind of took foot and hold across the country around the Super Bowl, was recognized alongside campaigns submitted by Copenhagen, Philadelphia, Manchester, and others. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to ask uh, Dave to talk about that one, too. That That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's great to get that kind of, again, unsolicited uh, uh, feedback about some of the work the group's doing. And you're right. Uh, Jason, you mentioned earlier that .org is the consumer-facing part. Really, the, the the birthplace of this marketing idea was to uh, go beyond the 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 B to the B to B work that the group has been doing, and really make sure that individuals knew about the benefits of this region. And so that was kind of the B to C work was around the the Heartland marketing campaign. And and of course, it was launched last year when the world was very different. And so come February and March of this year, the team had to really pivot in terms of how they wanted to go about executing on this marketing campaign. And it really has, has shown some great roots. And I think it's going to continue to take off as we head into 2020 and help people really understand the the, the wonderful attributes of this region and, and help from a consumer perspective, know what this region looks like. I'm hopeful that you can uh, highlight it in another Super Bowl this year. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you guys will figure it out. That would as be a great thing getting, to see. <laughs> as far as getting Casey, the Casey Hart all over the map uh, again, we talked about some of the strategic areas you work in uh, and, and how they're paying dividends now. Again, animal health, logistics and transportation industries, uh, you know, the animal health corridor, KC Smartport, integral to your success. Um, do you see these kind of as, as the kind of the, the rocks of the future, the foundation? What, where are we at with the, with the major focus points of the organization? Well, Jason, you know, animal health and logistics and transportation, I mean, that, that is core to what Kansas City is all about. I mean, that, those industries have been around for generations and generations are really the uh, reason to be a raison d'etre of, of Kansas City. So those are, uh, are foundational, but certainly talent is a, is a big part of what Kansas City is. And our Team KC initiative helps Kansas City position itself in a much uh, more attractive way to attract and retain talent. So there's a lot of uh, organizations, companies that belong to KCADC because of that talent uh, component. And then uh, Jill mentioned earlier, areas uh, like uh, the, the federal presence here, uh, cybersecurity, mission critical facilities. That's the beauty of Kansas City and our economy. It's, it's so diverse and we can play in a lot of different areas and we're attracted to a lot of different industries. You know, technology is a key component of our economy and you know nowadays and you talk about i mean every company is a technology company i mean yes dave hall from you know about hallmark i mean there's so many technology elements to to their organization and every company can say that so kansas city is going to be able to compete in a lot of different uh, areas moving forward but those foundational elements are are really who we are and will help us as we as we move into the future too. Yeah, I think what you said was awesome, that, that every company is a technology company. I mean, truly it is. I mean, there's really no 
uh, companies that don't have the website or don't have some sort of an e-commerce platform if they're selling something. I mean, you really have to look at every company kind of as a tech company now. Um, talking about talent, that's interesting. Kind of what, let's get an update on that because I remember when we uh, when we started the year and the, and the pandemic started, you, you had a lot of, uh, there was a job site or essentially or a job listing and Kansas City had a ton of open jobs at a time where many people were losing their jobs and their livelihood. Uh, where does that stand now? Are you still active with uh, talent recruitment or as far as job opportunities and, and, and good paying jobs? Absolutely. Our career network is, is there helping match available jobs with talent that's, that's looking at Kansas City. Certainly when you, when you consider our whole Heartland initiative, that Heartland campaign, the KC Heart, that's all really about, as Dave referenced before, it's more of a consumer play. It's making or helping Kansas City or amplifying our message around Kansas City as being a great place for talent to come here. And as we look forward into 21 and beyond, that's the really exciting thing that the organization is getting around now is how are we going to position our region to be more attractive to, to talent, not just talent that's uh, coming out of the colleges and universities in our, in our region, but um, call them boomerangers, those, those people uh, who graduated, let's say, from uh, our universities 10, 15 years ago and have moved off. And they're in places now that are a lot more expensive. Um, they want to look back and, and try to reconnect with uh, Kansas City. And if you look at just since the start of the pandemic, uh, Kansas City has been uh, named, ranked in the top five uh, places or markets that are growing faster than others based upon people who are moving here uh, and working remotely. So there's a, a lot of opportunity that is coming out of the challenge that we're finding uh, from 2020. But again, we believe that uh, from a foundational standpoint, we are in a really good spot to to be attractive to a to a number of individuals uh, as we move ahead. It's interesting. I, I was on a call with an entrepreneur from Florida and some pretty high-end uh, venture capitalists, and, and they said Florida and Miami has taken off because of three reasons. They said uh, they have nerds and rich people now and, and that are helping each other. In very urban, you guys have your Casey, uh, the Heartland campaign. You have all these local art, uh, great restaurants. You know, you have to have that. You have to have the education. You have to have kind of the the culturally alive city. And I think, I think Kansas City has really kind of, I don't know if this is because of the sports uh, aspect of winning a Super Bowl and coming off a World Series and just more of that exposure or if it's all the work that you all have done. I just feel like, you know, the, the mindset about Kansas City has changed so much in the last five years as far as what other people see us as. Um, and I don't know if that's because of, all, of of the brand or if that's because of people coming here more often or if that's because of the sports teams. But for some reason, it just feels like a good formula where everything's kind of coming together to make Kansas City a place that's cool, right? Yeah, right. Dave, you want to <laughs> take that? I'll jump in. I, I couldn't help but smile as you said that, Jason. It doesn't hurt to have someone like Patrick Mahomes, who is so obviously dedicated to Kansas City as a place as well as a sports team. But I, I guess as I react to that, Jason, I think it's all of those things. I think for a region as complex as ours with the state line and multiple jurisdictions, and I, I, think it, I think it really is all of those things coming together to help people really understand what this, what this place has to offer. And it is, it's a great art scene. It is strong sport. It is a great, um, 
a kind of a KC spirit around people. It's great work ethic for, for companies that want to locate here. I think folks in this part of the country have a great work ethic and they want to make things happen. Yeah. I think it's all of those things that people are getting a better sense of. And I do think the Heartland campaign is making a difference in its, in its early stages. One thing that I have 50 seconds left in this segment, um, I, uh, I had, you know, during COVID, you know, we weren't getting out as much. And I, uh, I went downtown, I don't know, maybe a month ago for a meeting. And I hadn't been down there in a few weeks or a month or two. And I drove around a little bit. And I, it, it, it's amazing to me just to see some of the, you know, the multifamily going up and things that I had kind of forgotten about and all the, the, the new buildings and new, new restaurants that are still there that we've forgotten about if you haven't been out of your house much. But it is pretty amazing what's going on from a, from a development standpoint and from an infrastructure standpoint in our city. And absolutely. And, you know, Dave's right. I mean, there's so much that's going on. And, and it's KCDC's job to amplify that, to tell the story. And really the creation of KCADC 45 years ago was really to tell the story of all the great things that were going on in Kansas City at that time. The construction of a new airport, the uh, Crown Center construction, for example, the stadiums. And that's that's our job, That's that's our DNA. And we're excited to be able to tell that story. Great. We're going to come right back after the break. Final segment of the show. You're listening to the Grill Nation show. We're going to look forward into 2021 here after the break. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM or via podcast. Be right back. When you're on a holiday, you can't find the words to say. Who's that lounging in my chair? Hello, welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us again today. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us via radio or on podcast. You can connect with me on social media. Just search for Jason Grill. We've had a great show today. Very good show with Dave Hall, Executive Vice Chairman at Hallmark and KCADC Senior Co-Chair. Tim Cowden, President and CEO of KCADC. And Jill McCarthy, Senior Executive of Corporate Attraction at KCADC. Thank you to KCADC for their their support of the show and for coming on quarterly. Thinkkc.com is their website. Um, We've had a great conversation. It's time to look forward. We've kind of recapped 2020. Uh, Let's talk about the year ahead. I'm going to start with with Jill, actually. Talk about kind of what you're excited about in 2021, Jill, because you are the one really kind of doing all the, the corporate attraction, both for Casey Heartland and Talon and then other other areas as well that we've talked about. What 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 gets you excited about 2021 and the year ahead? I would say so many things get get the whole team excited about 2021. I think we're in a great place. Um, the pipeline is um, at a at a good level, although we're never satisfied, there's never enough. You know, our goals, once we meet them, we have to push through and exceed and and then reset something higher the year after. So we're always charging ahead for more than what was there before. But I feel like the foundation is stable and the way we've done business attraction in the past has led to a lot of success. But we're looking forward to doing some really new and innovative things, too. Dave mentioned earlier the work from home piece and uh, stressors that are occurring in other markets. Tim talked about the boomerang effect and the ability to really target some individuals that um, maybe they just came through KC uh, when they were here at college. Maybe they grew up, went away somewhere else to college, took a job elsewhere we have a new database where we're able to do a little bit of tracking on on some of those individuals 
and start some, again, that relationship build, remind you about Kansas City, but it's not the old Kansas City, it's a new Kansas City. Um, the, the thrill of great sports, our arts, our museums, the creativity, the tech environment here. Um, again, you look at where Kansas City is a leader when it comes to design and construct, when it comes to engineering, finance, there's so many different things. And then, you know, we're partnering um, with the National Friend. We're probably not ready to, to say who that might be, um, but a well-known researcher and really thought leader um, to target people that we don't know as well. You know, how do we hit the market that we're not hitting yet? And that's that keeps us going day in, day out. We want to do more. One thing you talked about was the um, earlier in the show was the national security uh, aspects and, and crossroads as well as data centers. Can can someone talk about that and kind of update us on if that is uh, a priority, I guess you would say, in 2021 when we talk about tech and, and, and security? You know, when you look at the Kansas City region, we we are great beneficiaries of secure, reliable and robust both power and telecom. So you look at what Evergy has done over the past 10 years and moving forward and changing up their mix of energy. So they're not so heavily reliant on coal, which is very attractive to coastal companies, West Coast for sure. Um, but but beyond that, um, you know, really it's part of it is our geographic presence, but part of it, again, is that robust nature. And so um, we're focal point when it comes to long haul fiber. We have amazing supply when it comes to both fiber and again, energy. And those are key components for data centers. Data centers need to go where power never turns off. You know, you can say, oh, I wanna run on battery. I wanna be whatever it might be, but I need good power. And that comes from the electrical infrastructure. When it comes to the national security crossroads, you know, we've really discovered a lot of like-minded missions across the secure uh, federal space in the Kansas City region. So you think about Fort Leavenworth, MRI Global, the NBAP facility, the Fusion Center, anything from the FBI Center and tracking down cybercrime. Um, what we have with the security crossroads is the ability to provide kind of that agility and resiliency across many federal um, organizations. So that collaboration piece that makes all the difference in the world moving forward. And that's something we're, we're seeing that we're on point for more attraction in that space moving ahead. I like that we're capitalizing on all these advantages we have as far as things that maybe some other cities don't even consider. As we look towards innovation and trends, I mean, what Tim, what are you, what are you seeing as far as ways that um, we can compete with our peer cities in 2021? And again, who are those people you're competing with? I mean, are you competing with people from the coast? Or are you just competing with Midwestern cities? Well, how can we get a leg up on these folks with uh, innovation in 2021? Well, I, I think that's a great and a very important question. Um, we compete with a lot of different markets. Depends on frankly, the type of industry that's evaluating us. If it's a logistics or transportation related organization, it's going to be primarily in, in the Midwest or the Southwest. So anywhere from Chicago down to, to Dallas, uh, when we're competing for 
tech companies or headquartered companies. It could be anywhere in, in the country. So if you consider the USDA headquarters from about a, a year and a half ago, they evaluated Indianapolis, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and in Kansas City. We were the final three group of uh, markets uh, going for that. And uh, thankfully, we were able to secure that, that win. So it, it really just depends. But I, I think as we move forward into 21 and beyond, we really have to, 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 to take advantage of this space and time that we find ourselves in. Because you, you mentioned it, Kansas City's hot right now. I mean, there's a lot of attention being placed on Kansas City for a lot of different reasons. And we've got to take advantage of that. And that's why I think and our team believes this Heartland initiative is so important. And then if you look at the airport coming on online, I guess there was a story in the in the Star last week, the Business Journal, uh, that it will open up in March of 2023. I think that was it. Uh, actually ahead of schedule. That is truly, I mean, you hear game changer used a lot. That is a game changer for Kansas City because air transportation is absolutely critical to our ability to compete and win for the types of projects that we want to see. Uh, there's been a lot of, of uh, news recently of companies from California. Elon Musk is moving to Texas and you know companies that are moving to Austin and moving to Florida. There are um, structural issues for that. I mean, a lack of a corporate income tax, lack of a capital gains tax. So you're going to see those types of companies and those big billionaires looking for places like that. But we can we can compete for a lot of tech companies that are in places like uh, Silicon Valley or Seattle or even Denver. So I'm excited about the um, creativity and ingenuity that our team is placing into this. And I can't wait to talk to you as we get into 21 about the success that we're having in these areas. Well said. You guys have done a great job on the show and in 2020. There's so many things to be excited about, even in a year that was challenging and that was very hard for a lot of the things that you do and you succeeded. And so, you know, I'm very, very happy to have you on the show. I'm very, very humbled to have you on the show. I'm excited to be a Kansas Cityan. To Jill McCarthy, Dave Hall, and Tim Cowden, thank you for coming on the show today and for Jennifer Lyon for her help and support as always. Uh, with everything she does there as well. She did not speak today, but she is on our Zoom. So I'm looking right at her right now. So this team is awesome. And uh, congrats on all your success in 2020. And, and let's hopefully have another good year in 2021. Jason, thank you again for having us on. And, and to you as an entrepreneur, I mean, so many entrepreneurs in our community make it go. And uh, so thank you uh, for what you do and all the entrepreneurs out there that are vital uh, parts of the Kansas City economy. Thank you very much. And thank you to the listeners for joining us today. We will see you again next week. Have a great day and take care. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do.